XAB. Yo, she man, the same with the guy. You're not tuning into another episode of that has some bow ties. Yeah, so I guess we could just start with the um fucking what's that shit we do? <laughs> uh, our man moment. <laughs> yeah, so today I had like a sickle cell attack early in the morning. Oh wow. Um oh, man. So, crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean it it wasn't like super severe, but definitely like woke me up out of my sleep. Definitely couldn't do anything today but i feel better now but uh yeah that that it was it was kind of crazy because it healed like super quick like it, it healed dumb fast which nah even before i hydrated son really? i don't know what happened like uh, your body your body's in good spirits bro i think i mean i have been eating way more obviously i don't eat meat as as well i don't eat meat period red meat i don't eat red meat and um you know, I exercise and all that. So, I mean, that's always been a factor for me. But today it was just like, yeah, woke up. I was like, damn, this shit probably going to last for like the next two days. Shit was like gone mid through the day. So that's lit, son. Yeah. So that's my old man moment. Um, I had a I had a long ass day at work. Uh, it was a it was a very trying day uh, in the building I work at. A lot of moving parts, a lot of uh, the people that live in the property getting tight at me for issues that I have no control over. Had a resident almost curse me out over some shit that basically I had nothing to do with. I was like, I wasn't there when they wrote the contract. I'm just, mm. I'm just, I'm just enforcing what the fuck was said to me by management. So mm. you're doing some shit that they claim you wasn't supposed to do. And it was like, yo, you can't do that uh, because if somebody gets hurt, guess what? We not responsible. Want to know why? It's in your fucking policy. Right. Resident read that shit and was like, actually, it's not. And it turns out it wasn't. I was like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> potential lawsuit, potential something going to so happen. So let's just get straight into Kevin Durant. Mm. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to even do that. Listen, I hope that man recovers. I'm, first, I'm a Kevin Durant fan. So first of all, a piece of me feel like I had a point last week. Now, other piece of me is like, oh, this is not looking too good in general for you, my man. So last week I said, yo, I, I think that I think that, that nigga fucking up on purpose, to be honest. I'm like, this nigga fucking up on purpose. Now, from what news is saying, because at my job, they always have it on the sports. So mm-hmm. at nighttime, I'm watching everything from like every different type of media outlet. And they're all on the same station, but it's all different journalists and shit. So I'm seeing right here, it says torn Achilles, 
last last they confirmed it last yeah, night confirmed it last night it was saying ruptured so if it's torn same thing bro that's it what are we talking about He's done for a year bro. The, the, the 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 history of this particular situation shit reminds me of brad pitt and troy what the fuck happened to brad pitt's character that Achilles, my nigga, that's it. It was over. Well, what are we talking about? You don't recover well, from that. Nah, you can recover from it. It's just it's not gonna be the same. It takes a while and there's there's a there's there can there's more of a, a high percentage of it not being not him not being the same player, but it also depends on the type of game that you play. So Kevin Durant is a jump shooter. So the Achilles doesn't really affect jump shooting. The Achilles is more for driving hard to the basket, dunking. Doing things like that. It's not really Kevin's game. Um, that's, although, why, that's why Cousins look the way he game, do. It's, it's a, part of, it's a part of his game, but that's not his game. It's not that he can't do it anymore, but if your game is predicated on getting to the rim and dunking and going hard, then it will probably drastically affect your career. So, mm. so that's why Cousins look the way he does. He ain't, he ain't the same. But he, I mean, Cousin ain't the same. He's, he's well, Cousin didn't tear his, his Achilles. He, he ruptured his quad, right. and it's... It's not fully healed. He's out there and he's not fully... He's not even... He only was out like a month. Not even a month, I don't think. It was a couple of weeks and he was out. No, it was a month. It was over a month. No, he was out since uh, like February. Nah, it wasn't February. Wasn't February? Nah, you sure? Nah, he, he heard his... He heard his... Um, He tore his quad in, I think, game... In the first game that they played in the playoffs. He wasn't out before that? He was he, out earlier in the he season. He might have, but he was back. Oh, he I'm came back. Yeah, I, he I came didn't back. watch the I didn't watch the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, bro. he was in the first round of playoffs. He fell um on the ball a certain type of way. And the way he fell on the ball, I think it messed up his quad or whatever. Oh. So he was out for a, a while. Now he's back. But that's not even fully healed. So he still don't look he still don't look like what he would, you know, in his heyday. But Yeah, Cousins was a dominant force, boy. But I can't say that he's a hundred percent yet. I say maybe he's like 70, maybe 80. But I mean, listen, I hope I hope like like everybody's saying, I hope he, he does recover. I hope he does become, you know, what he was before. It was apparently the Achilles was torn, not fully not separated. So, you know, if it was a pop fully fully pop that that could be even worse, but um well, from what I've been hearing from different angles, I'm just trying to figure... I don't know. It's just a, a weird situation. So, supposedly, at first, it was the calf, right? And yeah, I would, that's how I was like. When he went down, he's particularly grabbed his lower heel. And I'm, I mean, his upper heel. And I was just like, that doesn't look like a calf injury. Like, that looks like, you know, the Achilles. So, I was, when he went down... And it's funny because when you're watching him go down... I was like, is this nigga really hurt? Because, you know, he went down. Exactly. He seemed so nonchalant. Like, he was holding his foot, but exactly. he didn't seem like he was in excruciating pain. Yeah, but those things don't hurt like they that. They don't hurt like nah, that? Nah, no, there's no real pain from it. Oh. Yeah, like any ACL, um, Achilles, any of those things like pop, mm -hmm. you just know something's wrong. But it's not like you're in excruciating pain. Excruciating because it's not a muscle that actually tears. Yeah, you just feel like a, a So a lot, a lot of people say it feels like you got kicked in the back of your leg. Mm. Like you got kicked in the back of your leg, and then you kind of feel. But you can't really walk on it. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, you start to feel a little, but it don't feel like oh shit, nah, I'm in pain, something's wrong. Like it just feel like wait, this don't feel right. Like that because he even walked off. Yeah, he was limping, but he wasn't. 
He wasn't like you said. He wasn't in excruciating pain. So for me, when I'm I seen him in at crutches. It. I was like, that escalated fast. When he was back, I'm dead ass. I was like, Yo, son ain't right about this nah, shit, that, man. Nah, the that's, fuck? That, that's that's proto- that that's normal. Nah, that's protocol. Yeah, that's a fact. I just still feel like son, son was all from what I said last week up until this shit. Now I'm like, all right, bro. All right. I bro. mean, the only thing that I could see off would be. If somehow what they diagnosed as a calf really was Achilles the whole time, and either they lied to the public and said that it was the calf when they knew it was the Achilles. We was talking, I was talking to G manager the other day, and he was saying if it was the Achilles and it tore before, they probably told him, like, yo, it's going to tear anyway, so do you want to play through it or not? Like, it's either going to tear... It's going to tear regardless. It can happen now or it can happen later. So you can make it happen now by playing. And if it pops, it pops. Or we don't, you know. I, but that would that would be like more of a conspiracy thing. I don't know if the team would sit there and be like, it's the calf. Knowing damn well it's the Achilles. Because I don't, I don't see the upside to that. I don't see the upside to it either. I feel like. I don't even know if it's a team necessarily. It might have been a doctor, but it also might have been like he's. This is his contract renewal. Well, not new. He's a free agent, so I don't think he wanted to lessen that possibility. And his own doctors cleared him. Yeah, his own doctors cleared him, but obviously wasn't the best decision. Because which is weird to me. It's not like it was just the team doctors. It was the team doctors, his own doctors. It's not like he was out there for the fourth quarter. Got tore because he's playing all game. Fresh into the second quarter, it happened like literally at the top of the game. I feel like he came back too fast. I feel like he wasn't I, supposed yeah, to be there. I feel like it was a Zion Williams, uh, Williams situation, um, where um, they had the situation uh, when he was uh, playing and then his sneaker blew like mid game. And well, actually, the beginning of the fucking game, actually, the beginning of the quarter. And then it was like, yo, a lot, a lot of people were saying he should just retire. I just put, I just put right now, my nigga, yo. Sometimes you just gotta know when the fuck to just stop. Maybe it's time for just covering the rent. All right, nigga, you know. Yeah, you wild, bro. Got your money. Nah, nah, nah. You don't got your money. You don't got your bread. Young point. Kevin Durant is our age. You know what I mean? Younger than us. I think Curtis. No, Kevin's thirty-one. He's Mm thirty-one. So he's our age. Yo, he got a he got a good retire like Tiki Barber at thirty from the NFL. It's not the same game. NFL NFL is is normal to retire. And much more yeah. physically strength sport. And definitely Zion shouldn't stop because his sneaker blew. <laughs> that that wouldn't Kevin that wouldn't got be a good cake. calm seven years left in him, bro. Let that man get his bread. Yeah, he's not, let him do his thing. Not, he's eligible for a max contract right now. Yeah. So, I mean this torn he this torn to kill his shit. I have he's no out. comment. We, we gonna revisit this shit when we get more information. I really hope he gets better, and I hope he's able to play the at the top of his game. He tore his Achilles. It's not, it's not severed. He'll be back in a year. That's basically yeah, what it year. is. He ain't, but he will may, he be the same? He may not be the know. exact same, but he's, he's, still, he's still going to give you minimum 20 points a game. Minimum. Like, he's still an all-star. He's still going to be able to lead his team. <laughs> he ain't going to drop down to a, a, a five-point that's not even his game. Like you just put him in a spot that because that's what he was doing in the last game. They were just putting him in spots and he was shooting the ball. It wasn't like he was creating his own shot. It was when he tried to create his own shot is when his shit tore. 
But before that, he got 11 points in one quarter. That's from, from the difference. post up and, and shooting. You see, the difference is going to be when he comes back, he won't be able to do it all anymore. He's going to need a really dope point guard to set him up and shoot. That's where the difference is going to be coming back. Yeah, I think that's the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, if he come back, he's not the same. He's going to definitely probably not be able to create his own shot as effectively. Shake and bake somebody off, you know, do a mean crossover, um, things like that. He probably won't be able to do that. But at the end of the day, he's still seven foot. So there's not many people Makes that no he, sense on he has long. to do that to. There's not many people that can block his shot that he got to blow bass. He could probably just stand in front of you and just shoot the shit. And he's long. It's gonna he's be a cat. long man. His hands so, are long. Kevin Durant and Kevin the words Durant of Kevin Durant. Big nigga. You the real MVP. Facts. Facts. Get better. The media coverage, though, fact. I ain't better. really fuck with the media coverage. I feel like they treating him like a product in the media. Like every five minutes is it's uh who's to blame, who this, who I don't think that that's that should be the narrative. Like, I just think it was it 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 was a terrible thing that happened. But y'all trying to find blame to put on? Is it his blame for wanting to go back out there? Is it the team? Is it the fans? I don't think anybody's to really blame in that situation, unless you believe in like a conspiracy in terms of well, the team just tried to throw him out there type of situation. So I ain't really fuck with that. Um, I don't know. But, yeah. I- I don't know, man. I feel like it's partly his fault. I feel like you weren't 100. You should have went out. Facts. But I think it's one of those things where I feel like the pride in him didn't want to just stand back and feel like he didn't give it a shot. But if, you, if you've if been told you can't injure your injury any further, like what are you supposed to do? He was told, yo, the only thing that could happen is you re-injure your calf. That's what they're saying. Is that The information given to him by his doctor and the team doctor was, yo... The worst case scenario is you might aggravate your calf, but you don't. Nothing else can happen to you. But for you to go out there and spadoof, you tear your Achilles like it's a common basketball injury, though. <laughs> yeah, this but nigga said spadoof. I'm fucking done. It it it's not. You know, I don't know. It, it we it, I feel like we could draw speculation if we want. It just seems kind of random that that just happened 13 minutes into the game. It, I mean, obviously, it seems very coincidental that it it's the same a leg. Coincidental, yep. But that's what I'm saying. If it, the only, the only, I feel like the only way that all you can place blame on anybody is if you believe that they all, everybody knew it was the Achilles from jump. And it's it's a possibility. I don't. I can't. I can't say yay I or nay. Think, I think that was the. I think. Does he have a calf? I just don't feel Issue like that well? would be. Sure. I just don't feel like that would have made sense for anybody to lie about that from jump. This is business, bro. These niggas collude and. I know, but it don't help nobody. Business. It don't help the league. That if something like that happened, now the whole league is is getting under the microscope. It don't help the team because he can't play for the next year. I don't feel like any team. I mean, I guess they speculate it. If anything, they're speculating that the Warriors are just like an evil team then. Because you're basically saying, you think he's going to leave. So y'all was like, fuck it. We'll tell him it's just the calf. And if he pops something, he pop it. It don't matter. But for all of that to happen, I, I don't know. I, I just find that hard to, to believe. Like, 
that would mean that they would have to what have paid off his his personal doctor too to, to tell him like listen bro it's okay to come to the conspiracy side every now and nah, again that's trash <laughs> it's okay that's too, it's too many moving parts bro it's too many moving hey, parts you know, we, we've seen we've seen colluding happen bro it's not it's not impossible it's it not just impossible. seems too it's, it's, it just seems too coincidental that's what I, that's just how i feel about it yeah i feel you um so Charlemagne and Little Duval dropped a track yesterday. <laughs> How was it? Black men don't, don't cheat. cheat. <laughs> How I'm, was it? I'm not gonna hold y'all. I should slap. It, uh, Little Duval has a weird way of making these funny tracks that you can actually play in the club and on the radio. Son. You know what's crazy? Where I personally haven't heard it yet. I haven't I've heard it either. The memes I've been seeing the over. memes and I've been seeing like I promo got a for chance it. to actually listen. Little to Duval it, is a fucking entertainer. That that nigga's funny. Fuck. That nigga, I'll be on this nigga page. He be having smoke sessions. He fucking played something for his uh for one of his mans the other day. He was like, yo, you want to see this nigga act crazy? Hold on. He started playing some old school Jam Master J, R.I.P. Jam Master J. Nigga started rapping the whole fucking lyrics. High. I was like, all right. He's old school nigga. But I don't know what it is, man. He just be cu- coming up with these these hits. Charlemagne's rapping on the track. He's wow. on the track rapping? Yeah, he's rapping. That's he wasn't hilarious. It, he was on beat. I mean, it wasn't like no... It wasn't was, spectacular. Yeah, but he was on beat. That's he hilarious. wasn't dirt. Nah, he wasn't dirt. Right. He wasn't dirt. They definitely did about forty-five takes <laughs> <laughs> in the booth, make sure that sound a little. It sounded a little good. I mean, Lil so. Duval's trying to seize again. He's trying to seize the summer. He did hey, it already. Man, he did it already with the other single on, hot, not on Fire One Hundred Five. Right. You said they they played it on it. I'm you? not saying you already know he's on it. So of course, like they're going to get yeah, played. But they was playing the other record, and that record is the record that. Because Lil Duvall said after that record, he got tired of uh, uh, to continuously prom- because he was like, yo, I don't do this shit. I just make this. And niggas is like, no, nigga, like you're on a label now, nigga. You got to go to these interviews type shit. Nigga, you got to do a press run. He's like, nigga, I just live my life. Because Lil Duvall is a, really, is a real simple nigga. Son. He's just simple guy. He just be at the crib smoking. He may go to the club. Like the other day, he put on his fucking page. He the only nigga in the club that didn't ask 50 Cent for money, but this nigga Bow Wow did. I was fucking right. And then tag Bow Wow. I was a dying, bro. I was like, this nigga's too much. He's like, 50, 50 tried to give him, like, I think what he said, like, maybe like five or 10 G's. And he's like, nigga, I got my own money in my hand. And it's just the photo of him with his bread and Bow Wow asking 50 for money. I'm surprised 50 not on his fucking agenda. This nigga talking about IRS own money. Nigga, get the fuck up out of here, man. Stop <laughs> fucking lying, man. Fuck. 50 is well, a, a wild nigga, son. Is... He's become the new king of trolling. Bro. Yeah, he is. Nigga has figured out the formula. I mean, he never stopped being. He, he never was, stopped, He was bro. the original king of trolls. He never That's stopped, true. kid. He was the original Remember, king Remember, this is the same nigga that sold Get the Strap to Viacom and got a million fucking dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy. But That's yeah, wild, Lil bro. Duval, I think, for his age, though, because well, he's, he's in his 40s, he lets you know, bro. This shit, this shit happened to me, nigga. This shit could happen to you. That's true. But then, like Charlemagne said, all these, uh, all y'all old niggas that's listening to this shit right now, don't try to be Lil Duval. Stick to the sanitation job. Stick I'm to done. the pension. I'm done. Stick to MTA, my nigga. Stick to the senior citizen healthcare project. Stick to whatever the fuck is getting you a paycheck on a monthly consistency basis. And you, whether you get paid every two weeks, you know, you get paid by a week, whatever, nigga. Stick to that. Don't try to be Lil Duval because you. You're not gonna make it. (laughs) (laughs) So what what seems like it won't be stuck to is uh, this uh, 
Act Up Summer that oh. Shorty's was trying to do. I, yo, I just yo. saw that, which I was like, wait, she's pregnant? Little what? Miami is pregnant. It's over. Uh, I saw the, that there's summer. a boy on man. Summer's he's done. Like, he's like, yeah, the, he had the meme. He's like, yeah, the girl in one hand and a bag with like, I think 20 million in the other. And he was just like, the girl was like, the way the money nigga saved me. He was just like, Oh, a real bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was your move. Nah, but that's I mean it's not crazy. You, we know these girls be having secret boyfriends and secret fiancés and all types of And make these records like mm-hmm. niggas ain't shit. We just using niggas for their bread. But, but Cardi not. said it best. Cardi's like Cardi just said I said best. fuck all niggas, not my, my niggas. Right, right. You know I mean? like, right. At the end of the day, these <laughs> girls that's a good like, point, it's, it's a point of saying just like listen. Don't depend on a nigga. You can still have a nigga. Just don't depend on him. Like, do you? Or if you find a good nigga, hold on to hold him. Hold on, you know <laughs> that ain't like it ain't. And I think that's kind of where. I mean, it, whatever. Some people get a misconstrued. Some of these young girls get a misconstrued where they think it's like, oh, I'm just gonna just fuck over every nigga, and then that's that's where the cycle comes from. Where it's like you got niggas. Who trying to do right by a girl? Let me take you out. Let me do this. Let me do that. But you didn't got scorned by some other nigga, and you hearing this music that's letting you, t- that's telling you, man, all niggas ain't shit. Don't worry about them. Just do what you do. Get a nice date out of them. And you doing that to the wrong nigga. Right. You doing it to the nigga that actually might take care of you on some real shit and Facts. be a real nigga. At least want to meet you in the middle. Because at the end of the day, Facts. A lot of times, a lot of independent women just want a nigga who can keep up with them. Who do better? Like when you do find that nigga, don't fuck it up. Yeah, you can't fuck all niggas because you might fuck the wrong nigga. The nigga that is trying to trying to be there for you, trying to be there. Not all niggas is dogs, ladies. Not all of us. Not all niggas. Not all niggas is is trying to just smash and pass. Smash and pass. Like some of us are really trying to build, start something fresh. Continue some. Not all niggas is trying to do wild shit. Nah, some niggas, a lot of niggas trying to do some wild shit. 70 30. 70 60 40. Black men don't cheat, D Flow? But <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking not, not all men. I mean, of course, there's fuck niggas out there. We Shout out to that. the fuck niggas. There's a lot all of them right. out there. Yeah, right, I, I ain't going to disagree. There's a lot of, but there's a lot of fuck I'm girls out there too. I'm not shouting out the fuckers. I'm not shouting out the fuckers. We, we, a we, it's a but There's a lot of fuck niggas. There's a lot of fuck chicks out That's here a too. Fact. It, it's I a fact. We need bitches, a we need a balance. Of fuck girls out here. Nah, it's, it's a lot of bitches out here that ass, uh, that. That's fuck bitches. I got you. Boys, there's a lot of fuck boys. There's a lot of fuck girls. I say it for you. At the end of the day, it's a matter of it's the same thing because as much as. Women be talking about, oh, these niggas ain't shit. You got to think about it. And niggas been scoring too. There's a lot of dudes out here who's been down the road with these hoes who want to do dumb shit. Facts. And it's vice versa. There's a lot of girls out here who's been down that road of niggas who want to do crazy things. So yeah. it's a two-way street, baby girl. You can't be out here talking about, oh, fuck all these niggas. Yeah. But the only niggas you're attracting are the niggas you know aren't good for you. Or the only niggas that you even entertain to the degree of, I want to take seriously you won't, won't even. You won't even you wanna, take. You want to take Jerome, who you see at the corner store sagging. at three forty-five on a Wednesday evening with his pants halfway down his ass, trying to be Fonto, trying to buy Fonto <laughs> on a burrito. Oh, you gonna take him serious? But, but the nigga that got a nine to five, five, trying to make a little bit of bread and got shit together, you're not gonna take him serious because you figure he's 
not on the same path as you. He's not a trapper. The fuck? He's not a trapper. He don't fit the description. But my he thing is, a lot of the these girls take the niggas serious who these niggas don't even take themselves serious. It's self-sabotage. It is. They I know that blank. that can't go nowhere. They, they know. They know. They know. And they rather they rather pursue that situation knowing that it ain't going to go nowhere so that it justifies them in feeling like niggas ain't shit. So let me ask a question because we, we, we dive in slightly, but I just want to take two minutes to ask this question. Does your type have to do anything with part of the self-sabotage process? Because a lot of girls are going fuck with a fuck boy just because it's their type, quote unquote, or who they think they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm attracted to this type of man. Knowing he's not good for them, but will still go for it because, quote unquote, that's my type. That's a good question. I feel like, I feel like type is subjective because I see, I feel like type can go more to a core personality trait and be dressed up differently. So if you like, if you like a strong man, a strong man can present himself as a doctor, could present himself as a drug dealer, could present himself. As a nigga that just has a regular nine to five, whatever the case is. A nigga that love his mm. dog. But I don't know what this nigga told me. He like about. walking his dog, <laughs> feeding his dog. What is this nigga talking about? I don't know. Love his dog, nigga. But but like <laughs> man's best friend. I feel like right, I feel like if you like a strong if you like a strong man, you'll you like a strong man. You uh, you not gonna like I don't know. But I feel like my type is just a, a cover to do dumb shit sometimes. Mm. I feel like saying, oh, well, that's my type. Like as a defense mechanism mm. is, no, you just want to, you knew that nigga wasn't good. You knew Jerome from the block was no good for There's you, no son. way you got a bachelor's degree, a nine to five, your own car, your own crib, but your type is a nigga that's on the corner. That's on the corner, didn't finish high school. You know, sell selling, a little bit of weed. Selling a little, not even drugs. That nigga selling nickel and dime. Fuck. Let me say dub because nickel and dimes are uh, old. <laughs> nigga selling some dub bags. You selling one or two dub bags a day. All right for you. Or whatever. So Jerome on the block selling a lot. Sorry to keep using Jerome. It's just the, the most nigga name I could think about. Right nah, now. you really hate a nigga named Jerome. I probably Jerome, do. If you listening, this nigga still don't fuck with you, nigga. I actually don't know. Jer- I don't know nobody named Jerome. In my <laughs> Jerome, you sell life. a dub. He's selling dubs on the block. Damn. And the nigga selling dubs on the block, pants down, halfway down his ass, didn't finish high school. Sheesh. You know, but for whatever reason, this nigga getting more pussy than everybody else. Facts. <laughs> for Facts. whatever reason. I know a few Jerome's niggas getting it in. I think, I think, pussy. It's, I think it's the, just the idea of like, ooh, he's attractive. And I know this shit ain't going to go nowhere. But he a trapper. So he, he made me feel like, you know, I feel I'm like safe. I feel like that shit happens mostly with... It's so funny because I hate to put age in it, but it really matters in this case. I feel like girls who are like 25 and under, they will justify that shit all day. Oh, that's my type. But but as soon as they jump the shark boy, they get 27, 28. They They looking for a nigga that D would consider a nice guy, I guess. So, I mean, you wanted to talk about nice guys. I feel like. Yeah, man. What is a, a nice guy? Because I feel like. Well, actually, not even a nice guy. What is a good guy? That's a better question. In the words, in the words of Aubrey Drake Graham, I've settled in my role as a good guy. I guess luck is on your side. When I always hear that record, I always think about, you know, 
I I guess you're you're in the middle of taking the high road, knowing that you're really not what other people may think you already are. Like they may think that you're this thug person or this gangster person, but and you may be, but you're not on some rah rah shit with it. For for example, R.I.P. to the God Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle, in his mo, I, I would say you know when we knew him, not when we you know he was coming up, like what he became and and how he was able to transform his community. He would be considered a person who was transformative and settled in his role as the good guy. I'm going to give back to the community. I'm going to say that I fucked up publicly about, you know, being with my woman and I'm going to really take her seriously. I'm going to really, you know, help build my family. I'm going to buy back the block and I'm going to put niggas inside that's been helping me and we're going to rebuild shit. That's a good guy. You know, Drake, Drake's a good guy. You know what I mean? Uh, Jay-Z transformed literally into a real fucking good guy. Bailing niggas out. Giving niggas opportunity. Buying niggas masters. Damn, that's some good guy I'm shit, I'm going to interject bro. really quick and yeah. just say there is a difference between a nice guy and a good guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is a big difference. Okay. Because nice guys are, to me, in my mindset, mm-hmm. Jay-Z is a good guy. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah, quote, Nipsey unquote. Yeah. is a quote, unquote, good guy, which yeah. means they'll do good for the community or what they think is worth investing their time into. And money. And money. Yeah. Drake, to me, is a nice guy. Okay. You feel me? I don't think Drake is a good guy. I think Drake is a nice guy, which means more, he's a bit more, quote unquote, sensitive. He's a bit more willing. He's not going to jump the ship so quickly. He's willing to talk things out. At least he seems like that type of person. Okay. You feel me? Oh, yeah, so, well, yeah, he has to be. I mean... These last few years, Drake has patched up mad fucking... He's the one that actively was like, yo, well, according to Meek, because I mean, Meek claimed he don't remember the conversation. Nigga, you know, either Drake reached out to you, you reached out to him, or I think it was more so Drake reached out to you because Drake was the first person publicly to be like, free Meek. Mm. And then Meek came home. Meek said they had some type of conversation. And then niggas got in the studio and did that record that we all love. Oh, and then... Yeah, because uh, uh, Meek was talking about this when um, he had first, first came when we was talking about the album. And then the whole Chris Brown situation, that been patched up, but they just put out this record, which I feel like this record been was recorded. They were just waiting for the right opportunity. Um, so I get what you're saying about it, but I feel like, like it now makes me think like, well, maybe I'm in the middle because I know if we're talking about Drake on the nice guy stuff, I'm more likely these days to want to have a conversation to talk about it about oh you know let's fix this you know whether it's you know male or female you know whether we was intimate or whether we was just friends and then i'm still like well i'm a good guy like i could like just separate what we're doing for whatever this community thing is but then after it's over nigga i don't really fuck with you like that yeah so i i feel like i'm in the middle now i feel like i'm more on the good guy side though but uh i'm a little indifferent to like patching shit up these days we do it, we do it. If we don't, I really don't give a fuck. Even if I feel like it may help me along the way or help what the fuck I'm doing, uh, fuck it. Just cut these losses. Like Sin would always tell me, just cut your losses, distinguish. Like, yeah, I ain't got to fuck with these niggas like that. I don't know. I don't know. Toy, what's up? It feels it feels like it's, that's very semantical. Um, good guy versus nice guy. I don't, I don't, me personally, I can't really see the difference between the two. Um, but. I would just say a good guy is just someone who's responsible or puts responsibility first. 
Um, so <laughs> Yo. They try to they try to be. I have to answer this, bro. I'm sorry. Somebody's asking, am I single? I, I'm taking. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe stop checking your phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like we on the show? <laughs> no, they're asking inside the live. Oh. Yeah, they're the they only wilding. Yeah. <laughs> they That's crazy. <laughs> Y'all don't watch the show? Is y'all first time watching the show? show? Watch the show some more. Yeah, like, come on. Y'all wildin'. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, um, I feel like, yeah, a good guy is just someone who's responsible in in the different facets of life. So they're responsible with their relationships. So they, they try to do right by the person that they're with at all times. They're responsible in their career path. They're trying to do things that are putting them in the in the best position to get to the next level. They're responsible in their personal life and they're responsible when it comes to their community. So I think to me that's what a good guy represents. Like that doesn't necessarily mean you ain't you don't got a, a mean side. You ain't gonna check a nigga. That don't mean that if if someone does you dirty, you don't know how to do them dirty back. That just means yeah. that for the most part, you're gonna be responsible in how you deal with the situation. That's actually a pretty accurate way to say it. Yeah, that's like, a good. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good round. Now I could. I could agree with that. Yeah, like, oh, you fucked me over. All right, cool. Say less. I, I don't have to you. punch you in the face in front of everybody. Facts. I could deal with you in a different. I could time. deal with you in a different way, different time, and Facts. it'll fuck you up even more. Facts. <laughs> but, but it'll teach you a lesson. Like, like that's what I think a good guy th- thinks about when they when they get into a situation with someone. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Like I ain't. I'm not just gonna act out of emotion. This has to benefit me as well as benefit you and so. Not benefit you, but show you something at the end of the day. Become so. a teachable moment. Yeah, exactly. That's how I look at it. I feel you. I I feel like too that there's like other factors that go into that. Obviously, with the whole nice guy, good guy situation. You know, fuck boy ish antics just cause. Cause sometimes niggas will do shit when they tight just to prove a point. Mm-hmm. They won't necessarily do it and take it. In the words of my nigga Meek Mill. We're going to take it to the furthest extent. They're not going to go all the way on the left. Like, all right, bro, now we got to shut the block down. Now we got to air the block out because I'm tight. Because I was, I was good to you and you, you, know, you, you, you bit my hand. Now I got to show you that your wolves is actually my wolves. Um, but I also feel like uh, you're pushed to do certain things. You know, Fabulous got a song and he's like, you know, I think we all try to be good people, but it's just things you go through, you know, that just kind of make you who you are. So it's like, True. nigga, you could start out really, quote unquote, the nigga know you as a goody two shoes. You know, you always doing shit in the community. And then the same community take away a loved one from you. Mm-hmm. That's and, a fact. You know, yeah, you got a point on that. Right. And now you, you know what I mean? You're not, now you're in a situation where, you know, do you still continue to do good out of the goodness of your heart? Or do you just be like, all right, well, um, I'm going to pay more attention to, you know, my surroundings and I'm going to do less and I'm going to make them work more for what, quote unquote, I know I could do for, you know, for the community. You know, like we live in boroughs where, you know, shit happens all the fucking time. You know what I mean? And there's good people out there doing the work and those good people get loved ones taken away. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And Definitely I, a fact. I'd be wondering, damn, how is that person still going to function the next day, the day after? You know what I mean? I'm I'm wondering right now, you know, I think she's a good person. I don't know her personally. But, you know, what is Lauren London thinking about these days? Like, what is she, you know, 
you know, doing these days, like mentally, what is she doing for her mental health? Like, you know, is, 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 you know, is her support system really there? You know, are people checking in? Cause a different type of woman would have wanted revenge. She would have wanted, she would have wanted the whole community to be like, yo, this is the same community that he was doing shit for. And the same niggas in the community violated him. I want blood. You know what I mean? So that some, could have been some, the case. Nah, but it could have been. It wouldn't have been a smart decision. Nah, That's I don't think talk it about being responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you know, nah, you're right. You're right. Um, and that that also the reason why too I even wanted to talk about that because it's like I feel like certain people feel like because you're a good or a nice person, you're obligated to just do things. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a good guy, and some people may look at me like, you know, well, you're in a position to you know, help me do this. Why won't you just help me do it? Because I know you could do it. And it's like, well, do I have to do it? No, because a good, <laughs> like I said, a good guy is about, that's why I said responsibility. Because when you're responsible, you know who you can help, how you can help them, and when you can help them. A, a good person in general, good guy, good girl, whatever you want to say, call it, is responsible enough for themselves and other people. So when you're responsible for yourself, you know when you're extending yourself and you have to chill out. You can't always extend yourself because that will make you go from being a good person to then feeling like you're being used and abused to then feeling salty to then feeling like, yo, fuck everybody because nobody looking out for me so Facts. I don't have to look out for them. So a good person should be responsible for themselves as well as others. And sometimes the responsible thing for other people is to let them know, yo, I can't do that for you. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference between a nice guy and a good guy because sometimes when, you, when you're a nice guy, you do things out of the kindness of your heart and then you start to realize that there's devious people out here. And you that's most of the times nice people turn into savages. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You get burnt so often, you start to realize that a lot of people aren't on the same page or have your similar interests. So and when I say there's a difference, that's, that's a dope. Uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, even for me, I think I used to be a nice person, and as time <laughs> progressed, I just had to become. I'm still, I still consider myself to be a good guy, but I've learned that it's like what X said. I've learned to realize that I have to be responsible, and I have to think about how can I do certain things and still help, but read between the lines and figure out mm. whether or not it's the right decision for me to make to take this risk. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because when you're nice, you just do it because you're just like, hey, I'm going to just do it. Right. And I'm not even talking about people in your inner circle, just mm. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that makes right. sense. Because, you know, when, you, when you're in your inner circle, that's a different things. You do, you just reach a little further. Yeah, you go out your you way. Yeah. You go out your way for people that, that you, but, and if they're in your inner circle, you've already determined that they would probably do the same for you. Exactly. True. true when true, you're true. a nice person, you just do it because you don't want to say no. Or you just do it because you don't want to seem mean, quote unquote. So I think a lot of times the nice people turn into savages because as time progresses, I you get burnt. I pray to God I'm not what that says on your shirt, bro. Savage. I I I person for me. I know me. I know that I be doing the most. My family be think I be doing the most. Right, Some of my friends be thinking I be doing the most. Like, damn, why are you doing that? Why are you why are you helping this person? Why why are you slowing down what you doing? You do this. Why are you making that nigga get in for free? This nigga always get in for free. Why are you helping this person out? They should be paying you. Look what you did, distinguished. Look what you've been doing. It's like 
And then if some shit go left, the same person that was like, why are you? They'd be like, I hate to tell you, my nigga. I- I'm sorry that they violated or they did something. I just be praying like, God, please don't make me be a savage. Well, I don't want to be yeah. that person. I think right? in that case, because I think I think we've all been in that situation. Yes, we have. <laughs> I think I think in that case, though, that's that's when you're lacking responsibility to yourself. I know that at least that's how I determine it with myself. When I'm, oh, I continue to be nice to someone that I deep down inside you kind of get that feeling like they don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you override that because it's not about what they deserve or not. It's more of a reflection of your character. For me, I always look at it like, I'm not going to let people change who I am. So if I feel like I want to be extra nice, then I'm going to do it. But the reality of the situation is that's cool, but there is also a responsibility to yourself. So if you're being nice to someone who, quote unquote, doesn't deserve it at the expense of you now being put in a hole or a situation or now you taking on the burden of something negative, then you're not being responsible to yourself. I've been in that situation, I feel like, a thousand times. Like, where it's like, yo. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think all of us <laughs> in this room have been, been sailing on that I boat. Just, I just wrote in the chat, somebody's like, you know better. I'm like, sometimes I just, I just be want to make that call. If you want to make that call, like, yo, I don't want to do it, but they violate it, just, just make it go away. Cause they hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I never forget. I got I got robbed one day in my neighborhood, two blocks down. I was walking with my man Pooh, and I got robbed by like seven little niggas. And I went to the police precinct, um, and the cop told me in front of my dad. This happened like two weeks after my twentieth birthday. It was like on a it was like on a Saturday or a Sunday, and the cop dead told me all you needed was a gun, and I would have shot every last one of the motherfuckers. I was like, whoa. These these is like teenagers, bro. Mm-hmm. And the cop just said that, just like that. And my dad looked like he agreed with the nigga. I was like, yo, that's that's wild. But I understood where he was coming from. He was like, yo, you didn't do nothing. You was minding your business. And for them to just, you know, rob your phone, he was like, it's not about having insurance. Sometimes you got to send a message. I was like, whoa. I mean. Damn. To the uh... first. That's what I'm talking about. The first. That, that's some savage shit. And as he's talking, D-Float, the cop is loading his Magnum. Mm. He's loading it. See, but... I was like, The issue I have with that is, although <laughs> I think the surface level, the surface values, all of us probably agree with that sentiment to some extent. I, the problem I have with that, you're not being responsible to your community, and he wasn't being responsible to you by telling you that. Yeah, because was, if you were to go and shoot those kids, guess who's in jail for the rest of their life? You. Facts. And he, he over was, a cell phone too. Like I was like, and I'm he not wouldn't take this. no responsibility for that. Nah, nah. He if you would have, and while you was getting arrested, well, a cop told me to do this. They gonna be fuck like, about get, that, bro. get your silly ass in get the back the of the fucking the paddy wagon, get bro. Back, nigga. That nigga look at you and be like, I've never seen that man before. We are gonna put you in between the buns of a nigga that like Mark Henry. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and eat this hot dog. We are gonna make you a pro wrestler tonight. You do push ups. You just gotta go a little bit further. We gonna take us to the furthest extent. Mark Henry, my nigga. Coulda took your little ass, boy. I think it would have did gruesome. Yeah, so I think. I mean, we we gotta be we gotta be responsible. I think at the end of the day, responsibility. If you put respond, if you're responsible to all those different facets that I named, yourself, the the person that you're dealing with, or or the people that you're communicating with, your community, um, your career, 
personal life, if you try to be responsible first, sometimes it'll help you avoid some of them situations <laughs> where either you're being too much of a nice guy or you're about to be a savage. It'll help you try <laughs> to stay away from Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. Sometimes you got to be a motherfucking savage. That's a fact. Because you got to yeah. let people understand that they can't take advantage of you yeah. all the fucking time. There's a Sometimes, good record y'all produced by D-Flow called Savage on SoundCloud. You guys should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should check it nah, out. No, but that's... <laughs> I think that's 100% truth, though, because... Even for myself, there's been times where I just say, you know what? You won't. See, the, the thing with me is I know how savage I can be. I, I know what it looks like. It's I've only me. seen it like once. I've always been wanting to see the shit more. It's not pretty. Nigga be asking me, what you think about it? <laughs> nigga, go. Let's go, nigga. Yeah. Let's go. Make I'll that be, call. I'll be Loki in his ear like, yo, bro, you, you, you got to turn up. It's boy. not. Yo, let's go, <laughs> the bro. Problem, the problem with me, Fuck. Savage, is it's not pretty. And I will do some shit to somebody. <laughs> they will be fucked up for the rest of their life. Great. So I don't want. <laughs> nah, it's not great. To, in my opinion, that's not great. I'm not well, trying to do that. Well, don't call me, nigga, because hey. I'm going to put the battery in your back, nigga. Nigga. You remember the, the shirt Drake had, nigga? I'm charged up, bro. I'm putting the battery in your back. Uh, you know, with the shit. I'm with. I'm, you see that? That's 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 why me and this nigga get along. Get a look. I'm I'm with. I'm okay with looking at it from a calm perspective. Nigga, just until say with it's the obvious shits. dumb shit. When it comes to being obvious, like I remember when a situation. Listen, I'm with the shits. As Don't self incriminate, Flo. That the last situation that happened would almost make me go super savage. Would have mm. ended bad. They would have found that person. Chopped and up. I would have probably been okay with it. <laughs> I would have okay been, okay okay been okay with it. We all would have been okay Everybody with it. Everybody would have been great. Son. I don't have to sleep great. I'd have been eating food. Me. It would have Five bothered star me. restaurant shit celebrating. When niggas do when niggas, you see, that's the difference. When you got to be a savage with a fuck boy. If I got to be savage, you didn't cross multiple lines. That's what I'm saying. That's a problem because we know you. So I was right. like, damn, if that I nigga. Got, if I, that's what I'm saying. If you got me to mm. that point, son. That's wild. You got me to the point of no return. You got yeah, me to the it. point where now the I'm beyond sending you a message. I don't even think that you're going to learn a lesson. I just have to hurt you. Right. Still going bad on him <laughs> anyway. Saw you last night, but did it broad, broad day. day. That's, that's, that's some real savage shit. shit. That's, that's some savage shit. That's some savage shit. That's some savage, some savage that's shit. That's the type of shit I was I on. You got to prove a point. I saw you last <laughs> night, but I'm doing it broad day. Tomorrow morning, bro. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I got to prove a you point. Know? I need people to see me. But you're this right, point. because what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, this actually makes great. This is the story of Harvey Dent. Mm. Dead ass, bro. The fucking good guy. He's running for mayor. He got a wife, beautiful, nice, you know, white face. Like they're like this guy's on it. Then he get. Then he becomes two face. But you know what? You know what stopped? Nah, he, you know what stopped me from be, being super savage is I what? had to take and this word keeps popping up. But I yeah. had to take responsibility for my portion in terms of letting the individual that was toxic. Mm be so close to me that I could even be in that situation. Mm. So I had to sit back and be like, yo, well, one, if if I get into savage mode, things could go left. I ain't trying to see all that. Two, you got to bear some responsibility because now the picture is painted completely for you now. So now you know what's really going on. Like, you know, all right, well, the only way that this situation could lead to this situation is if this situation, if this person is still connected to that person. Mm. So if that's the case, then this whole thing ain't just some random, like, nah, this person needs to be taught a lesson type thing. It's more of a, 
Nah, something ain't right. He might got some ground to be exactly. Here. Like, it's not entirely his fault. Yeah, you might be here because you. But that's when he gotta go something to both of them <laughs> niggas. Nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> both these niggas getting all the heat. We coming here with, with fucking flame torches, nigga. We in the words of Cameron and paid in full. Me and my niggas feel the same way. <laughs> That's a fact. Sure, that's, a fact. Just... that's actually a really good line. Oh man! But speaking of that, like <laughs> the sedan crisis, mm. everybody knows what's oh, going on I with mean, that. I mean, with the Sudanese people, man. Ironically, you said that just now, and I was literally last night. That is watching, some real savage shit. Yeah, what's going on over there right now with the with the military and with them getting rid of the the ex? Yeah, so the president. There was a president. He was more like a dictator for 30 years. Yeah. So they got, so the military did a coup, um, coup d'etat, I believe they call it. Uh, and they mm-hmm. took this nigga out of, out, out of office. Power. That was it. And then they it had a military state. Yeah. What he was doing is he was committing genocide. I think he was making some of his, uh, like his military personnel rape people. Mm-hmm. Um, Shit. So I, I know they had I think the movie was Black Hawk Down That was, was capturing that was what was happening actually, I, I actually didn't see that movie Black Hawk Down is fire Black Hawk Down was with uh, a few movies that was based around What's happening So basically he was okay. He was brutalizing women Like they were chopping the women's titties off I think if you were Christian oh, They was trying to like They was really trying to send a message to you If it's the same person I think it is oh my God. Um, But they chopping titties off they was um, raping the girls, setting them on fire, like all types of ridiculous. Like, why are you even thinking of doing 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 shit like that? Oh, that's so, that's a different level of savagery, right? There. Yeah, nah, that's some you shit. Know, yeah, but let him go more into the story. Yeah. You, you hear yeah, how so, it gets worse. So they got this nigga to fuck up out of here. Um, then they promised the people that they would do a democracy. Yeah, moving forward, the military was like, we would we'll set up a democracy. The people were like, all right, cool, but we wanted to be led. By civilians, we want it to be a civilian-led thing. We don't want it to be all right. So now the military gonna put up somebody, and then uh, another prominent person put up somebody, and we gotta pick between two niggas that we don't even think represent the people. So they was like, "Nah, (laughs) we're not trying to hear that." So since, but since they took him out of office, they've been going back and forth with talks. May seventh was supposed to be the day that they. They put everything together. Everything fell apart. Facts. Went into riots. So now they rioted in the street. I don't know who the group was, but one of the groups went and shot up 118 people um, just just because they're rioting now. So they're just in this civil unrest and people are just, and they just lead into violence. And this is the shit I was talking about with Kimba when she was coming, when she came on two weeks ago and she was like, yo, this whole government thing is just... We control, we have the power. The reason why we need ordered governments is this shit right shit like here. This, yeah, yeah not so much. Yeah, not so much to be controlled by anything, mm. but we need a sense of order. We need law and order, son. Because that's if, the reality. If I have an idea of how the world should work. You have an idea of how the world should work. Mm-hmm. You have an idea of how the world should work. And if we don't align, we're going to start fighting. And you have to realize the government is the middle ground between us and the military true if we become a military state and the military decides what's happening it's us versus the military, military. Oh, yeah, and you never win in that and you never nobody's want winning that shit. and what's crazy with the sudanese situation is that they put up this the third 
the third highest ranking military officer to run, be the head of the military state, right? Mm. Come to find out that the nigga in front of him, who's actually becoming the deputy, that nigga was a part of the big situation that happened with the genocide that killed over 100,000 people, wow. like what, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I think it was? So they just found that out. No, nah, yeah, but it's been things that's okay. been happening. Right. And then there was another situation where the the European the European the EU, the European Union mm-hmm. was helping refugees leave Sudan and parts of Central Africa to go to the European Union. Mm-hmm. Which means they'll filter them throughout Europe. This same nigga was in charge, but what was happening was what they call it uh they're going to Europe, but they're filtering them back into other parts of Africa. Mm. So they will leave Sudan. At least that that coalition that they put together to guide that would let the people think they're leaving Sudan, but they would just filter them back in. So they would go to Europe for a couple of days, and then they would filter them back into parts of upper of northern Africa. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Which is crazy. So they'll filter them back into, you know, Egypt or filter them back into like Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and then there was there's a lot of mixture of different things. Because then Sudan also sits as a part of that seaway, which is what. I forget what they call the air between them, Saudi Arabia, Egypt. It's a particular plot of sea that's there that what holds 10% of the world's oil reserve. Okay. And they have a stake in that as well. And how Saudi Arabia was giving them, what, $3 billion to help them with their refugee mm-hmm. crisis as well. Because there's Saudi Arabia. But then who's in charge of that? The same nigga who right. was in charge of the genocide situation. So... There's a lot of corrupt things happening within the military itself as well. And that's why they don't want. And that's why they don't want the military state. But it's kind of crazy because then you have women who are stepping up more now because women's rights in Sudan isn't as potent as it is over here. Yeah, they were basically using they were basically using the women to set the to send the message. Yeah. Killing the women. We're not talking about and it doesn't even matter, but we're not talking about Grown women, we talking about twelve year old girls getting their titties chopped off, bro. It's crazy. Or breasts, rather. I'd rather say breasts than that. Sudan, Zimbabwe. Oh yeah, Zimbabwe is wild. Like the shit that's happening in Africa right now, it's sad, man. Like it's sad to see what our own black people are doing to each other. And that's why women feel how they feel because you use you're using your women, which is beyond a precious everything. As a as a tool to send a message of how cruel and how yeah. evil you could be to try and keep the rest of the people in cra- check. And Sudan is an Arab state on top of that. Because it's mostly Arabs that are that are in Sudan. You know, it's across the sea from Saudi Arabia. So mm-hmm. you feel me? Like it's only it's I don't want to say it's only natural, but that that's just what it is. Wow. So majority of the country's Arab. Mm-hmm. You know, and we already know in Arab culture, women's rights are yeah, shit. Nah, Sad to say. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. So it's crazy, but now they're trying to, the civilians are trying to get it to a point where one woman could vote because right. if the woman could vote, that's an even bigger thing. And in Sudan, 70% of their population under 25. Which is bananas. That's which is wild. wild, like insanely wild to me. 70% of your population is under 25? But that, that goes to the genocide. That happens with yeah. that. A lot of people got killed kill in that genocide. You got, they, every, they killed so many people that all that was left was the children. The children grew up. Children grew up, and that's what's happening. And that, that's actually accurate. Yeah. Because the genocide happened in what, 07, 08? 
well, at least in that time frame, over like two, three years, you're talking about over 100,000 people killed by your military or an opposing group of Arabs murdering the poverty people who are in lower poverty lines. That's it's crazy. You know, man. we talk about the shit we go through in America, bro, but what they're going through it's over just, there in Africa right now in those Central in. African countries yeah. is absolutely bananas because yeah. it's only it's mostly in Central Africa. It's absurdity. It it's truly absurd. is. It's, that's why, you know, and that's why, too, I don't talk about it much on here because, you know, th- this is the podcast and that's that. But, you know, that's why when I go to my, you know, meetings with, you know, the African organizations that I'm a part of, we, you know, we talk about stuff like this and we talk about other, you know, countries in Africa that need the help and, you know, there's a part that going on. Shit's crazy, man. We be at the table reading articles, looking at photos, watching documentaries. Shit is heartbreaking, bro. So I, yeah, I already, Africa. It's a lot Africa going is, on in Africa, bro. Yeah, I just there's be a at lot the of, table like, fuck. A lot of us praising and going to South Africa now and South Africa was probably one of the most racist countries. Yes. Uh, South Dafar years ago was killing sure. people like nobody's. Bro. I remember when Avis Adams was on the train. Well, Trevor Noah's book is called um, uh, something like a living crime or something like that because literally when he was born, he was can at that time, white and black people by law could not cohabitate or have sex or have children. Wow. So him being born was a crime. Um and so South Africa? Yeah, cuz I think one of his obviously one of his parents was white, one of his parents was black. Oh, okay. I want to say his mother was white and his father was black. I mm-hmm. want to say that was the dynamic. Mm-hmm. But um so him being born was technically a crime cuz yeah. he was born in South Africa. South Africa up to up to I think it was 1990 early, something. Bro, up to the early 2000s, any song that had to do with true like true unity and stuff like that were banned in South Africa. Oh wow. A lot of songs gonna get played in South Africa. There was, I was watching this documentary. I think y'all get. To, I don't know if y'all get the story with the um the Godfather, the Black Godfather on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, uh, somebody you, you gonna talk about Claren- that? Yeah, yeah. All right, Clarence dope, Avon. Dope, dope. Yeah, Clarence Avon, one of the OGs in the music industry. Yeah. If y'all don't know who he is, then you know to our listeners, get up on that. Definitely a real true meaning of the Black Godfather in the music industry. Big facts. But um, yeah, he was talking about certain records or certain artists he signed that talked about unity and peace, mm-hmm. and they could not get played. One of the songs was banned for forty six years. Well, what the apartheid ended? What nineteen ninety four or six? One of them. I think it was nineteen ninety four. Mm. And so I'm have to read. Don't quote me on that. I'm yeah, not I'm not. Sure. I'm not sure the exact year, yeah. but I know it was. But it was mid nineties for sure. <laughs> it was yeah. So it's like we're talking about the nineties, bro. Bro, we, <laughs> we were born already, son. That's. It's bana- but that's the reality. That just goes to show you that the people we praise, or these these white, not even a matter of praise. That's the wrong thing to say. But South Africa is British based. Yeah, that's why when people say like they going to South Africa, I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, like South Africa. I'm, I'm cool is British on that. Based. Now they're a bit more stable. They're because, better, but still, well, it's still I'm, a I'm reality. Cool on that. I'm cool you on that. You feel me? Like it's still a hard reality. Cape Cod. I know it's the most. It's, it's one of the most developed, you know, cities, cities and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know, man. They still got a governor general, so they're not even really free. They still got a. They only got a prime minister. There's still no president. But we could talk about Clarence now. I, I don't know much about Clarence. You you brought him up. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say his name, but we got some stuff in the works. Uh, big shout out to my brother. You know who you are. So he basically called me and was like, "Yo, you know who Clarence Avon is?" I was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. nah, Malak, you gotta know who Clarence Avon is, man. You gotta go to Netflix, check him out." He was like, I think you could be Clarence Avon. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? He was like, you got to watch it to understand. You a connector. 
Mm-hmm. He he a connector. So I'm watching this shit. I'm like, this shit is an hour and 45 fucking minutes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching this shit at like five in the morning, like two days ago, and I took my mm-hmm. dad to the airport. And whoa, which where everything you said about, you know, the records and how certain people couldn't get their music played because what he was doing was unheard of. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was bold for what he was doing back in those days. I mean, he was a liaison. That's, yeah, that's basically what that's what he was. That's, that's you know what I mean? He was, he was helping brokerage deals. Yeah, I you know mean, I mean, that's... He's a liaison. He was the middleman. He was the way how I interpret it. Yeah. And I've known about Clarence Avon for years now. Right. But the way how I've always interpreted, he was just the white people like him, and they figured he's the he's one of the nice niggas. I right. guess you yeah. could say he would be. We could we could yeah. we could talk to him because yeah. he he'll broker the deal for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? So I think, and it's not even to talk about him in that light. It's just 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 how no, that's it's how interpreted. You yeah. feel me? That's how it's perceived. But the playing cut a civil bit, he was a liaison between mm-hmm. the black, the black, the black talent mm-hmm. and white power. You feel me? Like he was the person where, oh, we can't get through to this person. Do you know someone who could get through to that person? Right. And you know, I think I'm guessing in that, even up to now, but more so in the 70s and the 80s. He was right. Barack. Yeah. He, he actually helped Barack. He helped Barack. That I know, show was I, wild. I know, yeah. but yeah. what I mean by that is Barack was considered that acceptable Negro. And that's, that's how he got into the, the White but House. Clarence, and kinda... Clarence everyone wasn't light skin. Clarence no, Avon he was dark skin. Yeah, black and super dark. Yeah, he's, he's like, black. Yeah, he's like, yeah. But yeah. Whatever, whatever he was giving off to these people allowed them to see him as the acceptable, acceptable, yeah. reasonable person to speak yeah. to. He had the knowledge. And he was groomed in by someone who was well respected in the game already. Very, yeah, which, which, which surprised me because. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was groomed in by that guy last name Glazer who who mm-hmm. ran some big company and he said when um, Emmett Till got murdered back in August of 1955 in Mississippi he was saying that he threw a temper tantrum in the office in the office and yeah. then the owner was like I understand how you feel just don't do it just again just don't do it again or we're gonna fire you and that's, I was like wow that's, I mean that's some real shit that's to some say real in, shit. The, in the in the, in the mid 50s right that's but that's just where they were. That's just what it was. You're right. That's what it was. You feel me? And yeah. I feel like <clears throat> shout out to Clarence Avon, man. Big he's, facts. He's like he's the true definition. The careers of the he helped, bro. The, I was like, nigga, everybody, because everybody. He he, tra- he he transcends music. It just was. It just wasn't it was music. music. It, was it was music. Film. It was politics. It was film. Yeah. It was relationships. He was a literal term. He was a li- like a liaison, bro. Mm-hmm. He's that yeah. one nigga to patch in. Oh, this shit is happening. Let's bring Clarence in. Yeah, right, right. he knows. He knows like. Clarence knows distinguished. Distinguished knows you. Right, and that's probably not a job. That's not. That's probably. That's not a job that you you create for yourself. That's what he said. You just just hand up. Yeah, bro. That's exactly what he said. He said. He said. I didn't know how the fuck I got in all of this, but I just knew I had certain friends and people like me, and you know, I was just able to just help people. But he was like, I ain't asked for this shit. Right, and that's how he talks, bro. Throughout the whole thing, he's like, "I, I didn't ask for this bullshit." But no, you just find a way right. to monetize. Yeah, and that's, that's what he did. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the what fuck happened. he did, bro. That's what you. He did. built an empire. Off I that think that shit. that's what we all have to do with all of our talents. Like sometimes your talent isn't what you want your talent to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your your talent is what people identify your talent mm-hmm. to be. Right. Where it's like whatever people resonate with the most, whatever people like the most about you, if you can find a way to monetize it and capture it. And you might think that you're the illest rapper, but throughout your whole rap career, your true talent was 
setting up venues, getting venues. You you easily got venues. You, you easily, easily got, you. A, like for whatever reason you were able to do a, the whole circuit of NYC. Mm. And if you find a way to monetize that for another, it becomes artist, a business. Exactly. Who does? Who's been having trouble yeah, getting into any spot? That's that's really what it comes down to, bro. And in this music business, is a lot of people who are just to connect. They don't really have a particular job title. True. But they're to connect. They mm. know someone to put you with this person, that person, put right. you with that person. Yeah. There's certain gatekeepers that are just that. And Clans yeah. Clans Avon was the black gate. Yeah. yeah. The any, term the plug, that's him. That's him. Any right. yeah. any door I feel like even with us that opened up. It wasn't like what we planned to happen never happened the way we wanted to. That's it's all yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. that that's just that's fell in our lap. Like, oh, this person want to get interviewed, or oh, we're gonna go here, and this person happens to be here, mm. so we gonna make that shit work. Ooh, like, we gonna make it to happen. The best of our advantage. Yeah. What well, through, through our whole documentary flow, one of the the jewels that I took away, I was like, I saw like similarities in what he's doing and what I'm embarking to do, but at the same time, what I really saw that took me away was the fact that when he was about to file for bankruptcy, and, that, up and Warner Brothers, somebody from Warner Brothers. Was like, yo, we got Bro, you. In the I was like, get the he fuck out of here. The head of Warner Brothers, <laughs> the founder CEO of Warner Brothers. That shit was mm-hmm. wild. Founder CEO of Universal Music. <laughs> founder and CEO of CBS. Mm-hmm. Founder and CEO. All of them sitting um, in one room saying um, they praise this saying, man. Saying the same thing. Like the guy is saying, like even when you have five. "Quote unquote assholes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was joking, and about that. all of us are there because of this person, right? And it's not he's not white. You feel me? Like, no, nah, but I think amazing to me. I son. think that's an attest connections a, and friendships is real, and it's a industry, testament bro. also to not burning bridges. Oh man, that's the key, bro. Like, and and <laughs> and further than that, just leaving a good taste in someone's mouth, even if the deal doesn't go the right way. You can't, yeah. you like people who get upset or you show your ass when you don't get what you want, you didn't burnt that bridge. You're not going to get that and back. I, I always say, man, sometimes you do a favor. You don't always got to look back for payment. Because so it may not come it, it back that way. It might not come way. back that way. And I think a lot, and what Clarence Avery showed that sometimes you just do the favor. He brokers a lot of deals. He we know he ain't get paid he ain't for it, bro. Yeah, he's like, he's we know like, he ain't get a check for that. He's like, I ain't charge a lot of people. He ne- a lot of people said it to you. He's like, he never asked me for a dime. But sometimes you do the favor and you do it out of the good, out of the goodwill or you do it with the mindset that you know what? Yeah. That's going to work out some. back yeah. sometime because, down the road. Because remember what happened. I forgot what, what situation it was, but he had got a big ass check. Um, Towards like the middle when he was like really on fire. I think it was right after he broke the deal with those two producers that did the thing with Janet Jackson. Because they were saying, which I was shocked. It was like, yo, we didn't know what to do with Janet Jackson. I was like, damn. And he was like, oh, I know these guys. You know, they're producers. They was uh, they was on a soul train. Yo, let's just put them together. And then what he did what that with, with, with the baseball player. Um, I think it was uh, John Brown, the guy, the guy that played for... Uh, um, the guy that broke the, the guy that broke the guy that um, broke Babe Ruth's record, record of of said seven forty one seven fifteen yeah seven fifteen yeah of most home runs. I can't remember. What and he broke his the we know the yeah name. We hear the name and he broke his the deal with Nike son. He went to the head office, bro. Don't know niggas in Nike. Went to the head office and was like, "This man, no, 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 uh, Coca Cola. This man drinks your uh, this man drinks your Coca Cola. This man has done these great things in 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 for for baseball." You guys need to hook him up. 
You guys need to cut him a check. I was like, what? Yep. Nigga. He's also a money man. That's sh- oh, numbers. Yeah, yeah, he said. Yeah. Which reminded me of you. I was like, yo, D Flo yeah. always talking about fucking numbers. Numbers, son. boy. Numbers, bro. You <laughs> I mean, know I think numbers. I, I kind of feel like that's kind of in a an essence of where our relationships are built because we kind of all have those different facets. Facts. Um, yeah, true. When we talk about business and even entertain well, in entertainment as well. Like Bruh. I think that most of us have the same mindset. I think, like you said, I think Flo is kind of like a numbers person. I think you're constantly looking for different ways to do something that's beneficial for artists and things like that. And I think that for the most part, I try to set up situations and not burn the bridge with, with whatever that is. And yeah, it ends that's up true. it ends up helping. I mean, shit. I went to the office of Essence for this fucking podcast and it it helped out because we ended up covering the last block party. And Facts. not saying that we cool with those people, but I know that they know our name now. And if there's ever a situation... Yeah, the seed where... is planted into the soil, bro. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it comes down to, man. I yeah. think at the at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And I, I told X about a situation the other day. Mm-hmm. I haven't told you yet. I'm going to tell right. you after the podcast. I'm yeah. going to talk about it on the podcast. but. Yeah. It's in a similar essence. At the end of the day, you you meet people, you 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 build a relationship with them, yeah, and you, you go and you push your forward. best foot forward. And that's the problem with some of the people that we know of. They don't know how to put their best foot forward because Facts. they they think if a nigga is not wearing a diamond chain and and driving up in a Ferrari, he not on. He not doing nothing. Not doing Boy, nothing. that's the oh yo. The I've come to a realization that every well connected person, when you meet them. Whether they're rich, poor, doesn't matter. Right. The people fronting on Front Street don't really got much. If you're gonna make a, a real connection with someone, you're not gonna make it with them when they're dressed up for the stage. That's really Facts. what it comes up. You're not gonna you're not gonna make a connection with Janet Jackson right after or right before she's she's I'll about to go perform on, on you're gonna make a, a connection with Janet Jackson when she's in the nail salon getting her shit done and y'all just chopping the shit about yeah. What's happening? And she's like, I like you. Yeah, and that's like, it. Who are you? Oh, I'm Janet Jackson. I'm a singer. Oh, really? That, oh, that's, that's, and then you go look up and go, oh, shit. That was that, Janet that, that Jackson. Was Janet Jackson. Like, that's when you make real connections that, with people. And that's how I look at it. Like, a lot of times, I feel like you just got to leave a good impression on people. Because when, when you think about artists, if an artist is in flex mode, they going to flex the whole night. The whole night. They don't you gonna they try and get their number. They they going, nah, nigga, I don't know you like that. They're gonna tell you to follow them on Instagram so you can see the blue check mark, all that dumb Facts. shit. But they're not gonna sit there and really try and form a relationship when it's their time to flex. Because that's, that's where their mindset that's is. Ultimate fact, it's my release party, I'm trying to flex. Is I'm about to perform, I'm trying to flex. Um, I'm out uh, for the game. You know, someone invited me out to host for the game tonight. I'm going to flex. Mm-hmm. I'm not really here to try and find out who the fuck you are. That's I'll never forget. Trophy Life told us the time that she met with one of the niggas in the industry. Yeah. And she was like, nigga, I met that nigga at fucking uh, Footprints. Yeah, I remember that. His table was next to my table and we were just talking shit the whole night. I didn't know who the fuck he was and he wasn't really on yet. And a couple months later, the nigga was on. That's how it happens, how though. It, and you bump into the nigga, now he's on, and you'll be like, yo, what's good? Now it's time to politic. A lot of times when you meet certain celebrities or you meet certain True people, 
You it, it ain't always gotta be about business the first time we talk. Sometimes True it's just that. a matter of, yo, we cool. That's it. Do we align? Are we cool? Like, like, yeah, like, we got the same reality. vibe. Crack a good joke, you know what I mean? Do a good hug and be like, yo, yo, continue doing what you're doing. I'm going to see you. That's it. Me and X, we went to LA that one time. I'm pretty sure we're going to run into that dude again. He was like, yo, you and you, y'all got the it factor. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. He's like, I already see it on y'all. He the was like, you guys, is, I'm, you guys know what you're doing. You know what's going to happen <laughs> is when niggas start to pop off, these same people are going to circle back around. Yeah. And it's going to exactly. be all love now. It's going to be mad love. <laughs> because now they done seen the grind. And they, it's familiarity. Yeah. And some of, of them might be in better positions than they exactly. were when we met them. Yeah. Even more so than what they could have done for us then, they can do for us now. Like, right. uh, oh, yeah, when you met me, I was just an A&R. But now I'm actually a, a head, a senior executive for right, such for and such. Right. So you know what? I, I know what y'all do already. I'm going to just set y'all up for a podcasting deal. With so and so, like I already know what y'all do. I've been following y'all since jump. I see y'all got your numbers. I see y'all been consistent. I know what's up. Boom, boom, boom. As opposed to them just being an A and R and they trying to make a move like that, and then both y'all get shut down and right. shut out. So that's why I never get mad when people can't do certain things or or what I think is supposed to happen immediately doesn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, you know what what I can do. You know. You seen the podcast. I know where you work. I know what's up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you could slide us in. But if you can't, you know, it's good. It's cool. No hard feelings. I don't I don't we don't take it personal. Nah. Folks. We got we got a friend who just got a very popping show, morning show now. Congratulations, Mr. Pond. You already right. know. Like I don't ever look to to any of my friends like that. For them to be on some like, oh, you just got this. Sh-. I would never send no text. I would never think of it in no type of, yo, you just got that show. Yo, see if you could slide us in too. Like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> the fuck out of here. Congrats, Congrats deal, my nigga. Like, Bless you up, did. Man. You work for that. That's Facts. you. Really Congrats. did work for that. It was a different conversation last time. Facts. 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 I'm and proud of you. I love you. I support you to do what that's you're doing. It. Support that's is it. support. That's, so, that's the only, like, I, I don't understand how people get that misconception. And I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen to you. Where yeah. It's like you you do one thing and a nigga think because you did that one thing, you owed him something. Nigga, I don't owe you shit, my nigga. Like, I did that because I was able to do that for me. And, and what I can do for me doesn't necessarily mean I could do it yeah, for you. Yeah, sometimes it don't translate. That's 100% D-Flow's uh, <laughs> voice. Sometimes it don't translate. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> what you do for Distinguish... Shit ain't gonna work for the next person. Nah, nigga. That's a work for distinguished. They like distinguished. That's that nigga shit. <laughs> that's it. Your shit, a little different. And I'm not referring <laughs> you either if I don't know that you're gonna be able to maintain yo, that bridge for me, my nigga. I've, I've oh, come to man. that. Yo, I've recently come to that. <laughs> I didn't even say recently, but that's been what I've been realizing over the past few years that a relationship that you have, mm. that doesn't mean that person's gonna do the same thing for who you're recommending. True. Nah. They'll do it for you because they fuck with you. Shorty might have a crush on you. The nigga might really fuck with you. You might know the nigga brother or whatever. That don't mean that translates to XAB. To who you're you're (laughs) bringing. You know what's funny? Um, Recently, I had a conversation where the person was like, yo, you know, when you were doing this for me and this particular artist, you were charging me this price. But now there's another person involved but it's a mutual party to both of us. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to charge you that same price because that now it's a mutual party. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that person. Right. I ain't fuck with that next nigga. Right. You were just recommending him over. Mm. So right. I'm going to charge you that price regardless. But this person here now <laughs> is a mutual. 
it's a mutual party. Right. It's different. You feel me? It's, it's different. different. The circumstances different. are different. Different. You feel me? And you have the right to make those circumstances. And I have the right to make yes, that fucking do. decision. Yeah. You feel me? The person got a little bit of tight, but I'm just like, listen, the circumstances are different. This person that we're fucking with now is a mutual party. I have a stake in that. Right. The other person had no stake in that. Yeah, I didn't know that man. I still was home. giving you the homie discount. However, yeah, that's wild. Now, you know, you're going to get a different type of pricing because it's a mutual party in there. Right. Right. You feel me? And that's what it comes down to. And this is how it works anywhere in the industry where if the three of us fuck with someone and you bring someone in, all right, cool. We're going to work with this particular price. But if you come and you're like, yo, I want you to do something for Distinguish, it's a whole different conversation. Yeah. You feel me? And that's just how I tell people all the time. And it's funny because there's certain situations on the table now where People want certain things from the podcast. I got to talk to y'all about that. But people want certain things from the podcast. And it's like, listen, me and you are cool. Mm-hmm. You don't know the other two people on the podcast. So I just want you to know that this is going to be a group consensus decision. You might, me and you are, might be homies. I might go out with you. I might help you out when, you know what I mean? Or, or it might be the homie discount of you just talking to me. But it ain't no homie discount when it's a conglomerate Man, thing. There's fuck other people. that nigga. <laughs> you, this nigga's stupid. I mean, I ain't gonna say fuck that nigga, fuck but that nigga. we would take it into consideration that it's a person that you fuck with and make a better Shit. decision based on that. But at the end of the day, though, it's, it's again, it's like, you gotta understand it might be some, well, there will be some type of form of compensation because it's not, it's not just me you it's talking just, to. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? So, even in those type of situations, I think people just have to understand, yeah, you might be dumb cool with Distinguished, but if that has and Bowties does a live show, you got to pay. That's it, what the reality is. Because you with Distinguished. Distinguished ain't the only one putting the production on. That's how it goes. D-Flow is involved. XAB is involved. That's how it Look goes. Look who I'm fucking again. <laughs> I had on ice, but then I wish the ice gets so thin now. Tell me, does she sink or swim now? That's what it is, though. Like, the fuck? That's People really think that because they cool... Now, I'm not going to say no fucking names. Nigga dead told me in the fucking joint, yo... I don't even give a fuck. Yo. <laughs> I really don't, son. I'm about to say some wild shit. Yo, I missed the last two shows. Uh, can I get a discount? No, nigga. Bro, you don't you don't know what I'm going through to put balls in a ball, but nobody really knows, son. This shit is motherfucking hard, bro. Venues, artists, interviews, photo shoots, interviews, photo shoots, venues, owners, barbershops, barbers, sneaker, bruh, it's a lot. And you want this shit for free? Nigga, you gotta pay for this. You wildin', son. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You gotta pay for this. Nah, Why are you talking this is about the reality? Son? I don't know what bro. I'm going through. This is- this is the hard, the hard reality <laughs> of what, crazy. what pay, these nigga, things Nigga, you paying on Saturday to. in the Bronx, nigga. You pay you and the people you bringing. Fuck that. That's <laughs> how, especially if they're not contributing to what you're doing. That's my biggest thing is the people who want the, the discount or the homie price or whatever, yet they don't contribute to anything Yeah, there's this tears to everything. You, you in my close, immediate, immediate circle, I can potentially work something out unless you're talking about Something business wise, if you if you're talking about something that's going to benefit your business, then somehow it has to benefit my business. 
as well. Facts. But if we're talking about like, yo, you need a homie favor regarding this, that, and the third, and you the homie, homie. Cool. If you not the homie, homie, what we talking? We, we got to talk about some type of compensation. Nah, like, I mean, that's how the nice guy situations get fucked up. Even even if you're even for me personally, I've learned that if we're not doing business together, that's going to be mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. homie or not. It has to work out for both of us. Like all of us in here are friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, we all help each other out in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I still gotta so, pay for studio time, nigga. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, nigga, there ain't like, nothing they could do with that. Right. There, there ain't nothing we could do <laughs> yeah, about that. You exactly. feel me? Like, but at the end of the day, we all do favors for each other. Right. But at the end of the day, if you come to me, you want something, I'll be like, yo, yeah. bro, I can help you out this much. Right. This is what I could do for you. Yeah. After that, it's out of my hands. Right. This is just how the business goes. Right, right, right. And vice versa. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we do things for each other. So we don't mind extending, going a little bit more out of the to way. To the furthest extent. You Correct. feel me? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> if I need a favor, it's going to be reciprocated and vice versa. True that. But like I was saying, like sometimes you have close friends and they have nothing to do with you with you with, when it comes to your business relationship. Yeah, nah. That's a big fact. You feel me? So we have a we, we all every one of us have friends in here that has nothing to do with this entertainment world. Listen, yeah. They if, don't want to have anything to do if, with it. Not if, but in August when we decide to do that next business venture, we're going to have people that are going to be like, "Yo, so you got that so free free time? Free for what?" No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But I think that's the beauty of having two other people in the loop, though. Because mm-hmm. even in those difficult conversations with people that are like really, really close to you, mm-hmm. you can be like, I got another partner involved. So it's not just my decision. It's not my decision. Yeah. Like I can help you to the extent I can help you, but it's not my decision. Because you will have, like you said, close friends that got nothing to do with your business. Nothing, nothing to do with facts. And they yeah. want to slide in. Because yeah. now they see an opportunity. Like, even even with this scenario, this situation, you know, there are people that they're interested in trying out the podcasting game. Sure. Cool. Great. Oh, I know you guys do it in the office. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Lovely. <laughs> These are the rates. Uh, exactly. That's, that's it. That's, that's plain what it comes down to. Like, I've had people who reached out to me. Yo, I've had people shouting. All of us have been. All of that. us have literally had people. And shout, yeah. when that happens, these are the rates. I'll let you know. You don't hear from them no more. That's it. Conversation shut That's down. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Cats just want to <laughs> pop up. I mean, you used to catch me all the time at Golden Art. Cats would be, yo, you got the studio now. I'm a. It's. I love my woman, but especially with women. Oh, I'm gonna just come. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm going to send you the... I'm going to just send I'm, the invoice. I'm going to just send the invoice. When, when, where would you like the invoice to go again? <laughs> yeah. My bad. I can't remember your email. Listen, it's nothing... At the end of the day... It's nothing personal. It's nothing Fuck, personal. We're running a legit this is a business. business. IRS me? shit. Let's like, go. That's what it comes down to, son. It's business. That's just what it comes down to. For, for a fact. So, interesting, interestingly enough... We spoke about Cassie and Diddy, what, like three weeks ago or whatever Yeah, we really did. Yeah. So Cassie's pregnant. Whoa. That was three weeks ago? Now, it, was, it, was it was something like that. It was last week. No? Nah, it wasn't nah, last week. Nah, it wasn't last week. Week before last week. Week before y'all wasn't yeah, here. Yeah, yeah so it was three been. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. That long ago, son? That's wild. So she's pregnant. Oh. For who? 
Well, yeah. So here's, here's here's where this here's where this shit is weird. That'll be wild if it was for Diddy. Here's, here's, here's where like we gotta have two different conversations. So she's dating a dude called Alex Fine. His name is Alex Fine. I feel like I heard about Alex Fine. Alex Fine, if you listen to reports, Alex Fine is a trainer that Diddy got for Cassie. Got got because his trainer, Diddy's trainer, had too much on his on his workload. So he was like, yo, I got this dude, Alex Fine. He could work with Cassie. I'm gonna still work with you. Mm. Cassie apparently was working out with Alex Fine. Mm. Yeah, she was. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so three months after <laughs> three months after mm. treadmilling. Mm. After her and Diddy broke up, she started dating Alex. Wait, three months after? Three months after. So Damn. that was the that's the report. Three months that's after. That's how I'm not as quick as fuck. And now, so I think they broke up in either it was August or October, one of those two. Mm-hmm. And now she's pregnant by Alex. So one or two conversations have to happen. I've been waiting. Think I'm going to make <laughs> that move. Either, <laughs> either they broke up because she cheated on Diddy. Because that was that's what some reports were. It was like, yo, she might have cheated on Diddy. Or they broke up. Because she wanted to have a baby, and he didn't want to give her a baby. She either she either got with this nigga and, and wanted a baby, that's and that's why they wild. having a baby immediately. Because they only been together for a while. That's only it, honestly, it's one. It might have been both. It it could have been both. It could have been yo, you're not giving me a baby, so I cheated on you, and now I really like this guy. I'm gonna have mm. a baby now. In the words of Cassie, but you got a long way to go, Millie Rock. Now. <laughs> <laughs> But that whole situation really congrats, crazy. Sorry. Congrats. Welcome to motherhood, you know what? Congrats to Cassie, man. <laughs> your best life. That's really all you can say. I don't I know what Diddy's the fuck happy say. for her as well. No, I'm pretty sure he's happy. He's probably and, a little and, confused right there. It's like, oh, what and the fuck? Do, do your thing, man. <laughs> if Diddy didn't want to give you a baby, then you did what you if had to do. If that's the case. If that yeah, is the that, case. But, but it's leaning like it could be. It might be. It, it, it might seems be. like that could be. To me, that makes the most sense. That makes That makes a valid... But I mean, because it, look how long they've been together, bro. The cheating thing makes could possibly, yeah, could but be. I just don't feel like y'all were together all that time, and now she just decides to cheat. To all of a sudden, the hey. whole time Diddy been pipe. You know that nigga wasn't fucking with a condom. Hey. The whole time <laughs> this nigga been fucking, and y'all you ain't get pregnant, and you've been fucking this nigga for yeah. six months. That nigga didn't want to give you a baby. He didn't want to give you a baby. Them sperms. I really think that's what it was. He probably, for whatever reason, was like, I don't want to give you a baby. I feel like I was having a conversation And with, she's 32, by the way. Right. I, I thought feel she like was I was having a, yeah. I feel like I was having a conversation with my girl or somebody and I was just like, yo, the reality is, I mean, niggas know niggas. And if you know or don't know Diddy, you know Diddy tendencies. Mm, Diddy, Diddy, in my opinion, because I fuck with Diddy, niggas be thinking I could be the next Diddy. I'm like, chill. So this right artist he had got shot. R.I.P. B.I.G. I'm not trying to be that guy. But um, shout out to Clarence Avon, helped his ass out. Remember that in the documentary? Wow, wild, wild. Got got that nigga out of LA. That shit was wild. Anyways, yeah, you gotta watch that shit. I was like, this nigga booby trapped that nigga out of here. Diddy ain't want to get that girl no ring. Ain't want to get that girl no baby. I said it. But I was like, how long are you going to be with this person for you to figure out whether or not you really want to be with this person? I looked at it like, ah, she's just a good look. Nice little trophy. Nice little joint on the arm. 
come to the award shows. I'm going to stay in the back. I got a suit on. Niggas ain't checking for me. They're looking at her. They're looking at the dress she got, how long it hit the floor, how she walking, how she look. Oh, she got her hair uh, sideways chopped off, got a little flap going. Okay, great. I'm going to just be that nigga in the background knowing that I got Bro, a bad bitch. Bro, that's the only thing that makes sense for them to even break up. Yeah. Because if she, was, if she yeah. was just comfortable with just being whatever- I don't think she was. She They, they wouldn't have broke up. Yeah. They they be in the same situation. She got I think tired. She, she got tired of yeah, being. She got just, tired. Just I'm just a little girlfriend. Yeah, yeah I'm just your I trophy wife. I don't want to do that. I'm no just more. a bad bitch who happens to be your girlfriend, and you're Diddy. You got bad boys, Sean Combs Enterprises, all this fucking shit, and I'm just your girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm in your shadow. Right, I'm in your I, shadow. I can't even step out on my own. Couldn't even make music. I feel like. I think her music career was. Yeah, her career wasn't, is done. It wasn't. It wasn't. Hit. It wasn't. It was hit. Got you. I, but she could have been a better I think model. You tried though. She could have. Nah, she tried. She could have been a bigger model. Definitely could have been a bigger, bigger but, model. But being under Diddy, it was almost like, oh, every time she did something, it. it She's it, also a fire actress. Too. It filtered back. I ain't. I ain't like her acting. Oh, you don't like her acting? Nah, that movie that she yeah, had that standalone. Movie that, yeah, 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 the standalone. Nah, you ain't like it. It was cool, but it was it was a little bit of overacting going gotcha. on. Gotcha. Um, you're right. Karuchi did better in her movie. Facts. Karuchi a little bit more. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Yeah, like y'all said, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Um, really, uh, life is life. At the same time, you know, like Flo said, I think Diddy, I don't think Diddy is this nigga. I think Diddy's happy. Diddy's not a bitter nigga about it. He's not looking at it like, oh, so she fucked the next nigga to get a baby. Nah, yeah, Diddy nigga, got a whole new girlfriend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Diddy, Diddy understood for himself, I was not going to give her a chance. I think, well, there was one report that claimed that he might have been distraught because she cheated. There was another report that it was mutual. So I think it was mutual. I think it was mutual. I think they yeah. both was like, yo, this yeah, is not, this not working. Work. I want I want to be more serious than what we are. And right. he was like, I can't give that I to you. I can't give that to you. And that was the end of that. Because I honestly feel like if I'm a chick and I'm dating Diddy, I know that comes with more than just what I bargained for. That nigga is doing 10 million fucking things. And that nigga is getting, gearing up to be mid-40s now or, or in his 50s soon. So... As you see, so that nigga has accomplished a lot and still trying to do more. And I think she's looking about, well, what legacy are we going to leave right, together? Together, facts. And, you know, he's and Diddy's he, not on that type of Jay-Z, Beyonce time. He's not on that type of time right now. At least not with her? At least not with Cassie. And I feel like Cassie also, this is another conversation that we got. Sometimes women are dating these huge, colossal figures, or men are dating these huge, colossal women, these huge figures, and you really know in that, there's really no place for you to fit but just the trophy. You look good. You are somebody that I can bring home and say, hey, mom, you know, this is my friend or this is somebody I'm talking to. But it may not get to the next level. Listen, what we <laughs> had that conversation about Diddy. And even when he met Cassie, he was way older than her. Way older. I mean, And I feel like the relationship between the two of them was always predicated off of you just my little young thing. Right. You're my little secret. That's how you um, keep it. <laughs> and, and like, we just having fun. We just having fun. As she's gotten older. She's like, nah. You're, she's in her young 30s. Right. You're in your mid 40s. Right. She's sitting there like, I'm getting to that, that child bearing age where. Yep. I'm it, ready to settle I'm down. Ready, and what are we really doing? Uh, are we I still agree. on this fun time or. Are we trying to be something yeah, else? Diddy, Diddy has everything. He has his children already. He already, you know, he has everything he could want out of life. He tried the marriage thing already. He had the kids already. Mm-hmm. 
there was not much that he really wanted besides companionship. At this That's point. it, because and I think he's fearful that if it don't work out, you get in half. <laughs> That's Yo, a fact. Um, I think he's past that at this re- point. Regardless of if it's marriage or a child, yeah. If it's a child, is even worse. Yeah. Speaking about half sidebar, did you guys hear the who who the fuck is about to get half? Ooh. Robert De Niro's wife, my nigga. Oh, where they yeah. getting divorced? Yeah. Again, yeah, this is their second time getting divorced. The same person, the yeah, same bro. person, bro. He is so, according to you know the the new sources, that nigga is worth five hundred mil. She about to get half of that shit. I was bro. like, God, fucking damn, nigga, make it work, son, nigga, half a. Nigga, half of that, bro. Sometimes it know. ain't worth it to make it's it work. It's not worth it, bro. Man, they gonna figure it out. I hope they do, nigga, because them lawyer fees, nigga. Robert De Niro gonna be say he gonna be old dying on some. I really gave her half of everything yo, I had. Sidebar too. So I was watching this show where the lady was like, yo, she's going through the divorce trying to this nigga trying to get money out of it, man. Yeah. And she paid the lawyer more than, than how much she had to give to the nigga. She was just like, that's crazy. She's she cursing the lawyer. She's yeah. like, nigga, how the fuck do I pay you more that I got to pay my fucking ex-husband? I might as well just settle with this nigga and gave him the bread. At least I don't have to give you the amount of money I got to give I might you. as well worked it out with the lawyer. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's why that marriage thing is for real. Like, yeah, yeah. Marriage, marriage like, is the real thing. It ain't, no, it ain't no joke. It ain't nothing to do. Justin, I mean, love is, is should be a component of it, but just in the name of love, like you really got to evaluate... You really got to know that that's the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. It's not, and sometimes spending the rest of your life with them is beyond just "I love this person." As as yeah, as as weird as that may sound, and I'm a love love person, but it has to be how compatible am I with? Because love can die, love can change, and the things that help it maintain a certain type of level is compatibility and chemistry and all those other very important components. And of course, there's life changes that can change that, but for the most part, you got to do your best job to deal with someone. And even in that light, that when y'all get hit with hard times, that person at least has a foundation of of trying to work through the hard times. Because there are different types of people. There are people that when hard times hit, they ready to get the fuck up out of here. You can't do that with marriage. Back sentence. When there's people, you might need that person that when hard times hit, you might be the erratic one, but they might be the one to calm you down. Right. You like there's different types of people that you can end up being with, right. and you got to really evaluate that if you're talking about marrying someone. Yes. So. Sidebars. Uh, yeah. Before not to cut you off, to what he just said. Prior to Clarence almost getting his house taken back and all of the shit, the lady said his it, wife said, "You don't go. You, you stay, stay and, and you work, work it, it out. out." I was like. Bruh, that I mean, shit hit a nigga like a ton of bricks, bro. I think bro. for me personally, Whoa. I'm not going to get super in detail, but I will say <laughs> that God, I have to son. agree with X. Sometimes you're in a relationship and shit changes. The foundation changes. Yeah. Things move around. Yeah. What you thought was love. Well, love is love. However, you find at some point you just can't rely on the love. Right. You feel me? Like a big part of it, especially with long-term relationships, you got to figure out to how to re-spark. You got to figure out how to work around. Figure yeah. out how to reestablish your foundation. And figure out... You got to face it. You got to face it. That's the biggest part of it right there. You got to face that shit. Even wow. when you don't want to, you have to fucking face it. Be, be, be real with yourself. I think a lot of times people aren't honest with themselves, son. Speaking about facing it, this nigga Trump. Y'all been hearing the developments with this nigga? Oh, nah, I'm, I'm no, over you, it too, son. You know, it's like you don't want to pay attention, I'm but you low-key have to yeah, pay you attention. Have to. No, you kind of have to. 
So God damn, son. The latest is he did an interview. First of all, his son, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, did an interview like two weeks ago where that shit was hilarious because they asked him, like, do you think your father's a racist? And he was like, I've never seen him do anything racist. And they was like, well, what about when he said X, Y, and Z? Uh, I don't, I can't really speak about that. I wasn't there. Niggas was like, what are you having to be there have to do with what he said? Like, this is what he said. I wasn't there, so I wasn't a part of that. What he said? It was uh, either when he was talking about like the shithole countries, they were just bringing up. They was like, well, what about when he said, you know, Africa was a shithole country? And he was like, I wasn't there for that. So I can't speak on, I don't think it was racist. And he was like, you don't have to be there to know if that was a racist. Racist or not. I can't, I can't. He was like, all right, well, what about the tweets he did, the uh, anti-Semitic tweets? I, I can't speak on that. I wasn't there. so they were just like you, fuck. Are we having this interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> man, get your goofy yeah, ass the get fuck the about fuck about this shit. So he so now Trump did an interview either uh, yesterday or the day before, and they were talking to him about the whole situation. So it was like, yo, isn't it? Don't like you took emails that said that a foreign country had dirt on your opponent, and you you. Your son took that that meeting. Like, you know that's against the law. Why don't you just go to the FBI instead of taking the meeting? And Trump goes, yo, I'm really tired of this narrative. I'm tired of y'all saying this shit. He was like, yo, that's not how life works. If someone comes to you and says, yo, I got dirt on your opponent, then you take that. You're not running to the FBI. Who's running to the FBI about that? They were like, yeah, but it's a foreign country telling you. It's not just somebody coming to you. And they were like... I've, it's, life don't work like that. It's never worked like that. He's like, I've been around certain people and certain things have happened and I didn't run to the FBI. You throw that person out your office and you don't talk to them no more or you don't do business with them no more, but you don't go to the FBI about it. So I'm like, oh, these niggas is bugging. Mm. So I'm like, I'm <laughs> up, <laughs> um, that's our cue. So <laughs> y'all niggas ain't doing it for the content. That's wild. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, so yeah, so now it's at, at this point where he basically admitted to everything that Mueller said right. happened in the report in Yo, terms of like they knew shit, that boy. they wasn't supposed to do that shit, but it didn't matter. So they got that going on. Um, and then, of course, the impeachment talks are getting bigger and bigger. Getting bigger. Shot, Yo, Nancy Pelosi, she's the realest, kid. It's one year, She's bro. Elections next boy. year. Like, yeah, it's right there. They should stop with the impeachment stuff because it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's too late. It's not going to work. Then again, they're trying to impeach Bill Clinton on this last year, too. So Yeah, but the, the, the thing was, they had- <laughs> Shout I out think, to Clarence A. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think they had a, what you call it? I think they, they had a um, Republican majority. Mm. So, of course, with that, most likely going to go- Go through. Right. They don't have that. They only have it in the house. They have the Democratic. Like the Democratic. The Democrats are in the, in, the, in the majority right now. In the house, but in the Senate is still the Republicans, oh, and they're right. still trying to say what he's doing is. They're trying to justify yeah, it as much to as they can. Like, I don't know, man. But oh, doors are closing up, man. Yeah. He he also said he would take foreign help in the future too for the next election. Really. He's yo. The reason. What? The reason. Wait, he sounds wild. Sounds ladies and gentlemen, if y'all oh, don't know why that that's a bad idea, he sounds crazy. Basically, this is what ha- this is why they don't want anybody who's running for presidency to take help from a foreign country. There's several reasons. One, let's say France has a political agenda that they want mm-hmm. regarding the U.S. 
they may put out a certain type of information or they may have something and they may try to influence the election to benefit them. If that happens, you're basically working for that country. Yeah, it's right. a favor. Yeah, it's a favor. I'm going to do you this favor and when it's time for us to pass these sanctions. I'm sorry. Fast sanction your past whatever right. whatever law or trial. I don't want to hear shit. Shit in the UN. Yeah. Right. I need that favor now. Yeah, second, I need that enacted now. Second part of the favorite thing is another country owning our president. Mm-hmm. If another country owns our president, right. that means that certain things would be Just basically die. under <laughs> under the under the scope of that country. Like, yo, you know what? Trump, remember that time we helped you get elected? Right. Um, we need you to to assassinate so and so in so and so country. <laughs> so we need you to come up with some scheme, CIA, right. whoever y'all got. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need y'all to come up with something to take that nigga out because they've been fucking Die. with us. Right. <laughs> right. So like that's why that's a that's an issue, but um. I don't know how to shit. I'm just tired of hearing about this nigga. If y'all gonna do something, do something. It ain't gonna end well though. For him, it's not gonna end well. I, I really feel like worst case scenario, he's going to jail. Oh yeah, he's going to jail. Like, bro. and when he goes to jail, nigga, it's the day that a lot of people are gonna be like, wow, we haven't had a president go to jail since Nixon, bro. Nixon didn't go to jail. He got pardoned. Oh yeah, he got, he got pardoned. pardoned. But yeah, but Nixon should have went to jail for he the should've. whole Watergate situation. But if they get this nigga in jail, boy, ah, boy. The problem is he's too brazen. He don't give a fuck. Nah, he really don't. So, but ah, right, yeah, let's let's wrap up. Um, yeah. Boondocks is rebooting. So I've seen and heard. Do you think that it's going to be as impactful Hell now? Hell fucking yeah. Aaron McGrudder? Fuck out of here, bro. Definitely he's, he's taking Hell the yeah. helm. I was very surprised that he finally, because when he originally sold it to the network, I was like, wait, you sold your... Yeah, baby, but as um X and I learned, um, I don't think we got too in debt with it uh when we came back from uh from from, from our trip in Atlanta, which was fire. Shout out to the old BYOB society. One of the workshops, one of the workshops that I was in, the guy was like, yo, yeah, I was in that one too. Oh, he was like, Yo, you could be the CEO, but that don't mean you're gonna help your company get to 10 mil. Nigga, you may have to become the chairman and just take a back seat. So I'm looking at it like, well, maybe Aaron McGregor saw some shit that we don't know or know some shit we don't know where he was like, I'm going to sell it, but in my mind, I'm going to come back to it. Because I actually thought once you sold the shit, he was just... So when I seen this shit, I was like, wait, he's coming back to it? Nah, I mean, he was always the producer, so he might have he might have sold the rights to... Yeah, because he sold it to a Cartoon Network. To the show. Yeah, that's the difference. He might have sold the show. Right. Oh yeah, so okay. they. I, I mean, it's still a bad. That. To me, that's a bad move because now you're not getting the money from the show. You like, get, how you, yeah, you had they. He had to wait to see if Carson Edward would would hire him. True. Instead of instead of it being, you can't even bring the show back unless you go through me. Right. You know, they could have brought him back and then not bring. They could have brought the show back and not bring him back. Right. So I, to me, that's where I'm like, I don't know. I hope the characters are the same. You know, what I mean, Regina. Uh, better be uh, Regina King. Still better be both characters. I mean, I don't think they're gonna. I don't. I don't think they're not gonna bring it back without original content. They're gonna try the best. They're gonna try their best to, if everything aligns up right and works out. It should. I think on the Pops budget. is still trying to do the grandfather. The grandfather. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, so. he, yeah uh, John Witherspoon, you know, he's still alive, you know what I mean, and kicking us. Well, what's interesting is that I feel like prior to the boondocks, I feel like the boondocks also helped usher in the era of memes and, you know, the way that we, you know, take information like, you know, little snippet videos and then they turn those into GIFs. I feel like all of that was in or was already in the boondocks because the boondocks was taking real issues and then hype like like making it hypersensitive on their platform. I think the Boondocks was the black version of The Simpsons. I was just I was just saying that, bro. Because The Simpsons was doing exactly what the Boondocks. Just family guy does it a little. Family, bit. yeah, Family Guy does American yeah. Dad. You know what I mean? Shows I like think, that. Yeah. I think with the Boondocks, True. it was like they they spoke on topics in a certain type of way, and they mm-hmm. also like kind of brought the future to life mm-hmm. before it happened yeah. like with the whole R. Kelly episode oh that R. Kelly bro that's the one I always think about bro. yeah like that was almost <laughs> like it was almost like they had the foresight to see what was gonna happen see, years the later the thing is with Boondocks the Boondocks is an urban show it's to me it's very 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 similar to Family Guy it's just a, ver- a urban version mm-hmm. talking about shit that happened within the hip hop culture and it's, it's yeah. more grounded in like realistic terms it's yeah. still it's funny, but you know, Family Guy and Simpsons are over the top. Yeah, they get yeah over Family Guy and Simpsons slapstick humor. Definitely over the top, but it's still funny as fuck. Yeah, it's still funny. It's South Park guy. was my shit. Oh my god. South gosh. Park was was the I don't know. I it's funny. I haven't watched it as an adult. I don't know if I would enjoy it as much as an adult. There's a, there's a lot of there's you a say lot you of, do? You don't. There's a lot of shows that I watch with uh uh Kelia, like cartoon. I can't watch it. You're right. Like I can't I'm like, I used to watch this shit. This shit is wild. And it's funny because you really can see how like things are catered to age groups. Yeah. Because that is a show that will hit for a 14 to 18 year old. It hit for us. Niggas is fiending for that. Yeah. Got the curse free will. At 30, you looking at it like the fuck is this? Space goes coast to coast. Fucking I ain't, I ain't gonna throw. Space goals was, <laughs> Space lit, goals was my shit. Dumb as fuck, but my was, was lit. when Adult Swim first I was like, yo, we are really hooked to bullshit, right? I now. mean, even old episodes of Dragon Ball Z, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I watch some of them shits now, and I'll be like, I, I can't, I, I can't. I'm struggling. Dragon Ball this shit Z right now. Dragon That's Ball why Z. Super was a little bit different. When even yeah. Super seems a little bit. Super was watered down though. What Super was, was literally watered down from the original. The only thing about Super was the animation was way better. So you could still just watch and be amazed by the animation. Like, oh, yeah. that was fire. Dragon Ball Z left you on too many cliffhangers. I mean, I remember as a kid watching Dragon Ball. Like, it's a lot of sexual undertones. Yeah, it was silly. Shit. It was real silly. It was real silly. I mean. A lot of know, the sex shit is like funny in Japan. That's when I've learned that over the years because I always wondered why did they always put it because they put it in video games. They put it in commercials. I'm like, yeah. it's always like something to deal with sex and their culture for some reason. Whatever reason, Japan is Japan like, is very into America. This what they considered American, the idealistic version of what Amer- an American woman is: big mm. tits, blonde. Even because yeah, in video games, eyes. I remember playing a game Dead or Alive. You see like this tall ass Asian girl, and like 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 the trailer of the game is loading, and she's playing volleyball on the beach, and everybody's in bikinis, and her titties. Is just, yeah, I'm like, what the? But fuck that's does all that have to Japanese do with the anime. Game? They, for whatever reason, they the hentai f- finds that. Appealing. Cause they women really don't look like that. You no, they don't. It. It's it's based on an American and what they think the American woman look like. But yeah, so all right, we gonna finish this up. Um, first Democratic debate is June twenty sixth and the twenty seventh. They starting to attack each other. They keep coming at Biden crazy. They 
They, I really hate what they're trying to do to Biden. Biden son. shit, bro. I would hate to see that. Now that's that's a good guy that might take the rap, bro. He, he might he might go down, bro. They trying. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's gonna go through. It hasn't so far, but I really think I think it's disgusting. I don't think Biden should have never actually said he was running for president. Bro. I don't think it was a good time for him no, to run either. I, I was like Biden. You know where we at in society, bro? You know they gonna dig up your shit. But I mean, it, even up. beyond that, I just think I don't know. But I just feel like it's it's stupid. It's like even and shout out. I I respect what Sean King normally does, but even Sean King, mm-hmm. Sean King obviously wants um, what's his name to to be the front runner. Okay. Um, what's what's this nigga's name? The fucking oh Bernie Sanders, he want he wants Bernie to be the front runner. The burn got put out. Yeah, Bernie don't got the same. Juice the flame he is had. over. It's over. But it, in order to do that, you don't got to try and tear Biden down. Like Biden was talking to a little girl, telling her like, "Yo, you're just as intelligent as you are pretty," because she said something, and they tried to make it seem like he was being a pedophile. Like, Wait, oh my, yo, what? Yo, the the nigga was 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 behind her. And he was talking to her. He was like, oh, you just... I forgot what the... It was out of one of those rallies. And he was like, you're just as um, intelligent as you are beautiful. And that's what an old nigga would say to a... That, a I was about to say, that's what old people say. Yeah. like That's what they really say. And they tried to crucify him for that. And I'm like, y'all are corny. This is getting corny now. Like, if you have someone you want to win, then all right, cool. But don't try and crucify the next person. So Biden, they got Biden up there with the polls. They got... um. Elizabeth Warren, and she the thing I respect about her, she always has a detailed plan for everything. Yes, yeah, she, she does. Do. That shit so, is concise. Yeah, I respect that because you telling me you actually thought about the problem. Like you thought this shit out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um Beto O'Rourke, that nigga got the fuck up out of here. He's still here, but he don't got the juice. He was they the was wilding for this nigga. They before. was trying to put that to give the nigga the height. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't got the juice, nah, playboy. He, he he's out of here. But um, all right, cool. We are fucking getting the fuck up out of here. What is the tough knot, bro? Tough knot. Uh, everybody in this world is connected. You just got to figure out how to play connect four. Uh, because you will find yourself in a situation where if you don't know how to play connect four and you trapped in that in that game... You got to, you know, do whatever it is that you didn't want to do because you didn't figure out how to play the game well enough. Maneuver or be outmaneuvered. That's it. Chess. Not chess, not checkers, bro. Dead ass. Tough not. What would dad say? Dad would say not everything needs a response. So there are going to be different things thrown your way uh, that will test you anger you, upset you. And I think the easy thing for a lot of people to do is to react to that and to jump out the window, get upset, curse somebody out. Oh, they gave me this energy, so I'm going to give them that energy. But not everything needs a response. Some things you just need to peep and keep it pushing and make your own decision how you're going to move regarding how you peeped it. That doesn't mean that, for instance, if it's a person, you cut that person off without a conversation. But that means that that conversation doesn't need to be a reaction to what they did. You can have that conversation later where you could actually articulate yourself the way you need to. Or you can make a decision that best fits you so that you make the right thing. 
reacting out of anger and reacting out of emotion never works out for you. So sometimes the best reaction is no reaction. So another episode of Dad Has Some Bow Ties. We might have a special, no, we will have a special episode for you on Sunday. Uh, well, we're going to record Sunday. I don't know when the fuck y'all going to get that. But <laughs> we're going to have um, a special guest uh, that that's going to kick it with us. And uh, yeah. All right. Peace. Peace.